Today in Agronomy on KFILAM AM 1060 with Pioneer Field Agronomist Allie Wise and Josh Schaffner. Here's Josh and Allie. Good morning, Southeast Minnesota. It's October 28th, 2020, and this is episode 46. Allie, it kind of looks and feels like winter out there. Um, I kind of think we've been for the most part, blessed with a really nice growing season planting and through summer and up until this point, we were making some some really great progress. It looks like better weather ahead, but I guess I've been trying to stay positive and say, well, if this is the worst 10-day stretch we have all season. I guess we can take it if it'll straighten up here quick. Yeah, my thoughts too. Like you said, it does definitely feel like winter out there, so that kind of stinks a little bit. But other than that, you know, our pace coming into this little bit of a standstill was quite rapid. Things were going well harvest-wise, and you look at the upcoming weather looking like it's going to work in our favor here. And I think the thing that's amazing me the most is that you look at once we can get some folks back to the field here, um, I think it won't be out of the realm for a certain spectrum of people to actually be done with harvest as we move into the next week. So certainly still well ahead of pace of last year. And I just think overall, we've got plenty of time to get this crop out. Hopefully we keep this weather working in our favor and we should be good to go. Yeah. In some cases a year ago, we were maybe talking about just getting started on corn and this year we're talking about just getting finished up and uh, yeah, definitely a a, a rapid change year over year, Um, you know, and and hopefully we can uh, get over the hump. So Allie, we did mention uh, snow here uh, just a little bit. Um, I'm just going to maybe cover this here quick. Uh, Allie, I know you You've seen some guys out spreading fertilizer on snow and I've had some questions. Hey, is spreading fertilizer on snow, is that safe? Is it a good idea, bad idea? And uh, to kind of make a a long answer short uh, with the amount of snow we had, uh, especially on a cold day like yesterday, um, not a major concern to be out there spreading P and K or even some lime um, on top of the snow there, not going to hurt a thing. The only time um, we'd want to maybe be concerned about that would be um, you know, where I live in Zimbrota, we had a little bit more snow, you know, eight, nine inches there, that one storm where in the event that if you had eight, nine inches and you were spreading on that and the next day it's supposed to be like 70, you're going to have a rapid melt. That would maybe be the one scenario that if you were spread on top of snow, we'd maybe want to avoid. However, um, not, not a big deal. The ground was frozen in the most cases on the snow, not a bad time to be out there, not hurting the fields, but, uh, um, not a big deal from that standpoint. Uh, so just wanted to clear that up as, uh, I had a few questions on that yesterday, Allie, one, you know, we talk a lot about replicated trials we do. We preach about early planting. Um, you know, you submitted me some data the other day I was kind of intrigued by. But uh, looking at this growing season, 2020, looking at soybeans, shifting gears, we're talking about corn quite a bit. What do we see from a, you know, maybe planting date response in soybeans here in 2020? Yeah, so I think first off, when I was splitting the data, planting date by yield this year, I wasn't exactly sure what it was going to show me just because our planting window was a lot more compressed than we may be seeing in years past. Um, but, but when we look at that spread again this year from our earliest planting date, um, that would have been closer to, I think, April 19th, 18th, 19th, 19th Josh, and then all the way into kind of that middle of May spread, you are picking up about 0.25 bushels. You're losing 0.25 bushels a day for every day that you aren't planting. So there is still a significant spread there. And I think if you work that math on out, Josh, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but that 0.25 bushel a day, you're looking at about $2.50 an acre a day. So, you know, by getting those beans in just as early, you know, starting with your corn, there really is a lot to be gained there. Any other kind of overall thoughts on that? Well, I think, you know, if I'm, if I put my farmer hat on and I'm looking at that from a perspective of, of how does that impact me? And really, you know, we've talked about this too. There, there's really getting to be uh, a common theme of, 
of really growers looking at how do I capitalize on this planting day? Because we talk about how important it is with corn. It's also equally as important as soybeans, where if we look at it, say I have one planter. So for example, if, if we started planting corn on April 19th, which was the, the earliest date, and it takes me 10 days to do corn, and then I switch to beans. Well, if you just look at that trend line, that's $25 an acre we're giving up on, on soybean revenue by not being able to, to maybe plant those beans the same day we start corn. So again, it kind of goes back to, you know, you know, what is the opportunity um, or, or is it possible for operation to add a, a bean planter to try to capitalize on that, that $25 an acre. And, and that, that's significant. And if we get beyond 10 days, that gets bigger. And um, I think looking at historically, we, you know, I, I want to say, Every year that ranges from between 0.2 and 0.5 bushels. So some years that's a bigger swing per day. This year, maybe a little bit tighter, not a surprise for a narrow planting date window, but um, it really kind of things to think about in the off season. You know, what are some things that can help increase revenue in my operation and maybe an investment in a bean planter? Um, looking at the math year over year, maybe that's something that uh, could be a possibility for some guys. Yeah, I think it's just intriguing to put some numbers to that and just really does give you a little little something to think about. And I think too, just overall on the soybean side of things, we look at, you know, we still do consistently see those early maturities planted early, um, really favorable to get guys started in the month of September yields where they need to be. And then as we get later in the season, having some of those full fuller season maturities to push our yields along, uh, we do tend to see that that standard trend even as we, we move into this year on beans. Um, before we move into segment two, Josh, I think maybe just jumping back to corn here real quick, I think just an overall update of where we sit right now, our corn average of our replicated PKP sets, we're about 239.8 bushels across the board. Um, I think um, we do tend to see that standard trend of yield by maturity again in the corn side of things. I think that sticks even more true if you look at our areas that were a little bit drier here this growing season. I think you definitely see that standard trend of your fuller season maturities um, pushing a little more yield out across the board. But we'll have more information on that as we progress through the rest of corn harvest here. Coming back from break, we're going to focus a little bit more on the soybean side of things. 